0: Blog Talk Radio
1: Welcome to Conversations with Christopher with world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher and healer Christopher Reburn Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Well, hello, friends. Welcome Conversations with Christopher, and hello from Shiner, too, if you hear a little doggy barking in the background. That's the little Shiner. We just had a little visitor at the front door. Friends, thank you for joining me today. This is Conversations with Christopher. Uh, back with us today, I'm your host, Christopher Reber. Today is a very special day. I have on, I don't have on a lot of guests on my show. And the ones that I have on, I have on again and again and again. Some of you get sick and sick. Are you ever going to book anybody else? No, I'm not. <laughs> I love Lorna Byrne. I will shout that from the highest mountain. I will tell anybody who doesn't believe to read her books. She's a phenomenal woman. She's a beautiful woman, and she gives so much of herself. And all of her books, and there's been quite a few of them, haven't there, friends? Angels in My Hair, Stairways to Heaven. A message of hope from the angels. Love from heaven. Last year's the phenomenal year with the angels. Remember that wonderful coffee table book? And right now we are celebrating the release of Angels at My Fingertips, the phenomenal Lorna Byrne. This is the sequel to Angels in My Hair. Remember that from about nine or ten years ago? Lorna was doing an American press tour for that, and very few people um responded back to her but we did and we were the first american interview and i'll never ever forget this woman i love her so so much and before we get too carried away with emotions without further ado let's welcome to the show she's the best-selling author of just about every single book she's released she's adored and loved by millions all over the world and she's waiting to be introduced let's bring her on without further ado the lovely our friend Miss Lorna Byrne welcome back beautiful friend thank you for being here today
0: thank you and um, Christopher for inviting me to be on your show again I, I love being on your show so it's, it's actually wonderful to be here talking with you now
1: and I'm so so grateful for you, Lorna, in so many ways. And ladies and gentlemen, those of you that are listening today, Lorna is, has been feeling just a little bit under the weather. So she's—if you feel that she's a little bit, uh, her voice is a little a little bit different than normal. It is, but we love her, and she's like she's such a trooper. She could have canceled, she could have rescheduled the show, but. Lorna's motto is the show must go on. So here we are, exactly. and we're so glad to be celebrating you today, Lorna. We're celebrating Angels at My Fingertips, the phenomenal sequel to the book that changed the world, Angels in My Hair. Tell us about this phenomenal read. I just finished on Sunday. I just finished the book on, on Sunday, this past Sunday. What was the process like for you writing this book? Like, what was the process for you writing Angels At My Fingertips versus writing Angels in My Hair. Did you notice any less pressure, more pressure was on you to write this book? Tell us about the process that went into this phenomenal Angels at My Fingertips book.
0: Well, I I suppose for two years before I started to write the book, it was the angels kept putting it on my mind. And... I would have been having lots of conversations with the angels at different times, Archangel Michael and Gabriel and Angel Hoses, um, and even my own guardian angel. So the process, you know, started slowly in, in one sense, but then it just came to a head. And then one day I was told I had to mention it to my, my publisher, and and I did, Mark Booth, and straight away, he, when I told him the little, I only gave him a tiny little bit that I said to him I was going to write about. He, he was just so excited about it. Um, but when I had written the whole book and when he had got the the first draft, um, he he was overwhelmed by it. So it's 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 always a lot of hard work, and and that's why, in a sense, I'm a little under the weather today because I've been so busy writing and I'm writing a prayer book at the moment. So physically, I suppose it it would take a lot out of my my body, but I love to write and I I love that contact with the angels, you know, all standing around me and all the cups of tea they told me to get up and have a break and, you know, all all that that interaction. I, I can never say... You know, I write a book in any particular way because I actually never know what way the angels are going to work with me, what way God is going to work with me. I think each book is is so different in in so many in so many ways. And Angels at My Fingertips was where I was being allowed to give a lot more information and 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 new things for to help people to take another step forward in. In their growth, in, in their spirituality, in their connection with their guides and with their soul, with, with everything that is, is around them. So I, I believe, you know, I've just heard from so many people all over the world, you know, I wouldn't even start to count, you know, what a difference it had made to them, how it changed their life. Just like Angels in My Hair and all the other books I, I have written. Um and teachers using um, both books now in schools, in hospitals, you know, just just everywhere. I'm kind of, what would you say, I I smile, but I don't know how to express that emotion myself. If yes, if you can understand.
1: Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes perfect sense. You, you do it in your own way, which is so genuine and so... Real and so honest. I, I don't think you have any idea how popular you are, and how incredibly famous you are. And I don't think you ever will because you've got that that sense of um, it's just sense. It's, it's it's such a rare gift. I can't put it into words, but I think you know what I'm talking about. You just have that that genuine feel, and it's always been like that since the very first show that we've that we've done together, right after Angels in My Hair was released. I think that was in 2008-2009 time frame. Uh, and here we are almost 10 years later celebrating you and your books. And, and that's something that I don't think a lot of people understand, how difficult it is to write a book. You, you don't just sit down. It doesn't always come out. Just You've you got to work hard for it. And then you've got to go out and tour and travel to promote it and do book signings, which is very exhausting and overwhelming, I could imagine, for you, when you've got hundreds and thousands of people waiting in line to tell you their stories of how your work is uh your books have helped them uh and stuff and, and that has to get get to you sometimes as well emotionally when you've got somebody coming up to you that said, Lorna, if it wasn't for you and the blessing that you gave me the last time that we met, because a lot of your fans and friends come back to you again and again at all of your functions. Some of them you have some really good groupies who travel literally everywhere where you appear. They are <laughs> there. And I think that's that, that's wonderful. So that's that's really really good, and and sharing your story with the world, like you said, um, uh, in angels in my hair versus angels in my fingertips. It seems like angels in my fingertips, you felt more free to 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 really go back to those early early years and early days of of when you first started communicating with the angels. That's what it felt. I mean, it felt like angels in my hair was perfect in its own right, but angels at my fingertips it just seems like you gave us everything. And one of the things that I was really happy to, uh, to, to read in this book is there's so much information. If you, Those of you who have not got a copy of Angels at My Fingertips, get a copy at Amazon.co.uk, Amazon.com, anywhere popular books are sold, because there's information in this book that is so detailed and so specific that's never, ever been published in print before, anywhere before now. And to be the first person to to do this uh to be so to be so specific, how difficult was this sharing your story, being so open, being so accessible, and you've only gotten more accessible over the years how How easy or difficult has it been for you to tell everybody everything about you, your whole story, literally everything
0: i I would say too I haven't even. Yeah, told you literally everything. I I find when when I'm writing, you know, I find it very emotional, you know, and sometimes it tears my heart apart, you know, in that in that way. And again, only for God and the angels, I don't think I would have the courage or the strength to to do it, to to write, um, what what I am writing, because in in one way it's it's very scary as well you know, because a lot of people still reject what I what write. But then when you hear from sure. someone, you know, like I, I just heard recently from a 15-year-old child who's, who has written in broken English, you know, how how knowing that, that she has a guardian angel and in and her life story, you know, up to now, having to move and, and all of that and... and not being able to speak English, and her mom and dad getting divorced, and having no friends, and and how knowing that she has a guardian angel now, and and reading the books, and I, I don't know what language she she speaks, but seemingly her teacher helped her to write the letter in school, and it just made a huge impact on the child's life, and and just gave her hope again, you know that things will work out and, and that there is there's you know, smiles and love and happiness will come as well and, in that way, even though she feels very sad at at the moment. I think everything I write is really not about me. I feel it's always about everybody else because it's for everyone mm-hmm. else to to help everyone. You know, to, to touch their okay. hearts, to help them in think a deep way that, that they need help and and to bring this, this soul forward. And um, it's very hard to to explain. You know, I gave as much as I could in angels at my fingertips and even gave, uh, I'm losing my voice again, <laughs> and even gave the game that I would play with my guardian angel as a child, you know, the fingertip game. And, and I thinking, you know, that game I was playing with my guardian angel was especially for me. But... Wasn't actually. It was mm-hmm. for everyone else in the world. And hearing from people saying, you know, of all ages, that it's working. That you know, sometimes mm-hmm. when someone does it, someone says, "I feel ice cold. The tips of my fingers go ice cold, or they go all tingly, or or I feel I'm I'm burning, and I have to jump back. The tips of my fingers get really, really hot. You know. And again, it, it's whatever way your guardian angel is. Making that connection with you, what you will feel. Everyone would be would be different. Some people say when they do it, and um, they just feel loved. They feel a, like, or would you say something flowing all over them in that in that way. So again, it has given people, you know, then of all ages, proof that they have the guardian angel and making that that other step of closeness of getting to you know make that relationship with your guardian angel stronger you know that spiritual being that won't leave you for one second and is always there with you you know just when you hear some people saying you know i never knew i had a guardian angel i could be shocked because i always thought everybody knew you know but realizing Mm -hmm. now not everybody knows
1: It's such a good reminder, though, and you always are so good at giving people reminders in your books and stuff, which is one of the main reasons I think you have so many readers all over the world. It's phenomenal, the success The Angels in My Hair has received. Over 50 uh, let me see published in over 50 countries and over 30 languages i'm doing that by memory hope i didn't screw that up but it's been, it's unbelievable all these different countries and and languages that the books are it's just been a tremendous success and you are so deserving of of everything that you receive now part of this book i always i always love when you talk about joe and of course those of you who are okay. unfamiliar with joe we're talking about Lorna's. Uh, beloved husband in in heaven, who helped her with angels in my hair, who's helped her with a lot of her books and everything that she does in in life on on some level or not. Um, how was it with this book, with in, involving Joe? Because you talked a little bit more about him in this book. Um, how was that process in 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 channeling him and and his energy to be a part of this book? Does it does it still give you comfort to this day, knowing that he's right there? beside you, each step you take, he's with you?
0: Yeah, it does. It still, still gives me comfort. And, you know, even to today, you know, um, I would have seen Joe. It's just I, I wouldn't have written about it. And I, I wrote about what I was allowed to write in the book um, about Joe again. And it just gives you great comfort. And that's one thing I want everyone to know, that your loved one is not dead, you know. It's only the body is. They they are beautiful, you know. And I I always ask God, why can't a soul appear to 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 the wife or to the husband or to the child, um looking as radiant as Joe had looked on occasions when 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 he was in the house here with me and Thomas Down, or he was somewhere else with me. Um, I think it's just something very important that that people need to know because it's something that we're so so afraid of, and yet we long to know that our loved ones are safe and happy and are at peace. And it just gives me so much comfort. I feel so privileged that on occasions God has sent his soul to come to visit me.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's just an, it's been a, a, quite an amazing journey of different visions, different things that you've experienced and explored. One of my favorite chapters in Angels at My Fingertips was a chapter called Butterflies. Can you uh, can you briefly? Ex- yeah, I know, and I know it was one of yours too. Um, can you explain to us briefly the spiritual and angelic significance of butterflies?
0: Well, butterflies have been used as a spiritual guidance. It is something that the angels find so easy to do to get the butterflies to fly around us, or to come close to us, or to land, you know, in a place of significance for you to give you hope, to allow them to tell you that they're right there, or your loved one is. And um, it has been used for I, I don't know how long um, but mm-hmm. it's one thing that the angels do all of the time and, and in that story I was in um, I don't know if I named the place where I was but I can name it I suppose uh, I was in Mount Juliet it's a golf course and I was out mm-hmm. walking because lots of people were going to walk and one thing I was not seeing was any butterflies and I was giving out to the angels and that day, you know, a couple of, you know, the cabbage butterflies, I call them, you know, but only two mm-hmm. um, were, were around and the angels had that butter, those two butterflies follow me and then at one stage I saw another butterfly. You know, and again, since I wrote that story, in the book, I even have written about the angels. You know, pushing them in my direction, the the things they were doing. You know, and the uh, butterflies responding, and um, people. You know, all over the world now have been sending these me messages in. I've seen a butterfly today, and you know, some people say there's plenty of butterflies in my garden, and all of that, and. And one lady said, well, there's loads of butterflies in my garden. But for the first time, one followed me in the door. And she had just been reading the story in Angels at my fingertips. And I just said, well, isn't that a beautiful sign? One to follow you.
1: Wow.
0: It's it's, it's such a beautiful story. It's such a spiritual sign for all of us.
1: And it's such a beautiful story. Friends, if you haven't got the book yet, I'm talking about Angels at My Fingertips by the phenomenal Lorna Byrne. There's a favorite chapter in there. It's called Butterflies. It's one of my favorite chapters in the book. Coming up on August 20th, there's going to be a family fun day. This is going to be in aid of the Lorna Byrne Children's Foundation, one of my very, very favorite uh, children's foundations uh, in the entire world. This is going to be on August 20th. Lor- uh, Lorna's also got some events coming up in September in the Netherlands at the Happiness Festival, also in September in Budapest in Hungary. And her tour follows her to Munich, Frankfurt, Hamburg, and Ber- uh, in Germany in October, and then to Bern, Switzerland, and Luzerne, Switzerland, and Zurich, Switzerland, uh, for the Path of the Angels and the Gatekeeper of our souls, meditation, and healing. Uh, Lorna's going to Helsinki and a few, other <laughs> a few other cities in Finland that we cannot pronounce. So go to lornaburn.com for more information on her touring schedule. And as it stands right now, Ireland gets the last bit of Lorna for the year on December 3rd in Belfast and Northern Ireland. Um, it looks like unless you add more dates, that's going to be the last stop on her 2017 Angels at My Fingertips tour. Um, what, 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 you have so many people coming up to you after your events in all these beautiful places. And some of these venues you've been to before, and you're going back again more more than likely because they didn't have enough tickets to sell the first time. Friends, if you want to go to any of these events, don't wait till the day of. You'll go there. You'll be disappointed. It'll be sold out. Lorna can see a lot of sad faces being turned away at the door at some of these events. So make sure you get these tickets right now at lorna dot com you 've got you have a lot of parents and, and young children that come up to you after your events and and some parents reach out to you personally through your website and and share with you some phenomenal stories. We would be here all day if we focused on even a handful of them. Um, young children who are seeing angels you 're getting a lot of parents and and people that are coming to you asking advice how do I help my children who are who may also be seeing angels? What advice do you have to parents?
0: Well, I think the most important advice um, to a parent is, first of all, let their child know they have a guardian angel. And if your child doesn't know already, that that's that's important. But children and parents come up to me all the time, and a parent will say, you know, my child keeps saying particular things to me, or giving her a message, or or saying, you know my guardian angel said such and such. I would say to to the parent, just um, take heed of what the child is saying, but don't question the child. Because if you start to question the child sometimes, because they're a child, I'm, I'm giving out to the angels now, and they're telling me here, yes, you must say it, Lord. And <laughs> um, some, sometimes the, the child, will make up something then um, just to please the parent. But if you don't question the child, um, the child will then kind of take no heed, but then will pass the message on every time their guardian angel gives it to them or or the soul of a loved one within the family. Or sometimes, you know, a child would, would say to me, with the parents there, you know, I I was out the other day and my guardian angel told me not to cross the road. You know, that's the way we want children to listen to their guardian angel. We want them to respond to their guardian angel to protect them as much as possible. And that's what the guardian angel wants to do for every child. But if a child won't listen, um, there's not much a guardian angel can do. In that, in that way. So that's why I always say to parents, don't keep questioning, questioning the child, or, or or saying, "I wonder what that means" or anything like that. You just let the child tell you in their innocence, if you understand, as if it's normal and natural. And that means, then, as the child grows, the child will continue to hear the guardian angel much stronger than Mama Dow has ever heard, and. You know, it can help within their life for guidance. It's like the time when I was here in the house and I was ironing and my daughter was here and my Mm guardian angel said to me Lorna was was Jessica, my little grandchild and she wasn't even through and I stopped doing what I was doing and looked around really quickly and the next minute saw the little one halfway up the stairs. Now if she turned around she would have fallen and i said to her mom did you not hear your guardian angel and her mom said to me actually i did but i paid no i paid my heat twist i thought jessica was okay you know it's, it's actually to respond and it's great to hear children you know and coming to the talks with their parents so aware of their guardian angel i'm so conscious of listening to their guardian angel i even had a little boy at seven saying, I was mean to my friend and my guardian angel told me I had done wrong. You know, it's it's, it's, great. it's great to hear that and to allow children to be open and to allow children not to feel that they're different in any way because they're not. It's just for them to be aware of their guardian angel. So if you're a mom or dad or a mentor or an uncle or a grandparent, you know, and and to have little nieces and nephews, of fourteen or 15 year olds you know, or even older, just pass comments and say, you know, I believe I have a guardian angel. So, so you must have as well, you know, just to make them conscious of their guardian angel. We we have to help them in that in that way. And,
1: I hope and, I and thank you for explaining much. that because no no you did perfectly as always it was it was it was absolutely perfect thank you for sharing that i know we've got lots of people listening that that's going to be very very helpful today. Uh, a big shout out to Susie I'm uh, sorry to Susie with the Lorna Byrne Children's Foundation. Hello, Susie, and thank you for all of your help, and to the beautiful Pearl, who's always so helpful in getting these things set up. So thank you to both of you. And of course, couldn't do it without Lorna, so a special thanks to you, Lorna, uh, as well. We've only got a few minutes left, less than three minutes to go. Um, I don't even know how to start this. I'm not going to waste time. Can you talk to us briefly about North Korea and what the angels would like us to know now?
0: Well, what the angels would like us to know now, and even the Archangel Michael, is that we must pray. We we are caught in a in 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 a tightrope, if you would like to say that, and they want us to pray that that rope can be broken so that nothing horrible well happens or so like as if we are between the light and the darkness and that is for the whole world. So we, we need we need to pray that all the leaders that are, are involved here to keep the peace you know that, that they strive towards you know peace within their heart and finding a, a solution to to delegate in that, in that way that but nothing happens that terrifies us all because we are very much afraid in the world today because it's in an upheaval. But listen, there's lots of hope and prayer is powerful and the angel of hope is out, is out there and I believe that we can allow peace to come. I believe that the leaders of the world are listening. We just need to give them encouragement but in our hearts we need to show Peace and love. We need to show that, that we're not angry or full of hate towards others. We have to reach out in a helping hand. There's too much hate and anger in the world today. We need more love there. We need to say to each other, I love you, and not to be condemning or getting angry or, you know, striking out at someone else just because maybe it's the way we're
1: feeling. And and, and yeah, that was they're they're... The, the, those are such. I'm sorry, Laura. Go ahead. Go ahead. I,
0: I'm 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 just I'm just saying we, we need to have more more love. We need to to love each other. I know mm-hmm. even in America things at the like moment have, what would you say, overturned? People were so angry and so oh, mad yeah. with each other and having so much haste. And I know somebody lost their life, and that young person should never have lost their life through hate and anger or wanting revenge or, or all of those those horrible angry angry thoughts, and that is the other side that that's not God or the angels. that's the other side of i I don't like to name it, but you know who who I'm naming. Um, sure so we need to bring sure. we need to bring love there, and I know America wants to bring lots of love into the world. America is very, very important,
1: yes absolutely it and and as you've answer. always said that and and right, and thank you so much for that, Lorna and thank you for being back today. Uh, thank you for the other 12, 13, 14 shows we've done together. It's always so wonderful to have you back on to share your wit and wisdom and angelic energies with all the world. So thank you for today. And I send you all my love and all of our listeners who adore you and love you as always. And we can't wait to have you thank back you. again. Take care of your voice and, and we, take care of yourself.
0: You, you will. You will. And, and thank you. And thank you to all of your listeners. And thank you to you. And I love you all. Okay. Thank oh, you, we thank love you me. so
1: much, too, Lorna. You take care. All right. Bye mm-hmm. for now. and We'll God talk me. to you again sometime. Bye, bye. Oh, God, God bless me. you, too, Lorna. Bye-bye. That's the phenomenal Lorna Byrne. You can get a copy of her latest bestseller, Angels at My Fingertips, wherever books, popular books are sold. And if you ever do go see her, I want you to go see her at some of her events, and be sure you tell her that Christopher sent you to her to say hello. All right, friends, take care of each other. I love you all. And until next time, God bless, take care of each other, and we'll talk real soon. Bye for now, everyone.